Hello, this is Mike Levin. This is Swampcast, and it's Thursday, March 2nd, 2006. We're here in Winter Park, Florida, and my guest tonight is Marilyn Norrie. Marilyn is a friend of a friend, and we've spent a bit of time together. And uh, Marilyn is here from Vancouver, beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, and in the way of an introduction, I guess what I can say is uh, Marilyn is an actress, and when I asked Marilyn what her uh, background was and what kinds of stuff she had done, she said, well, just go to imdb.com and you can you can see what I got there. And so I did. I looked up Marilyn Nori, N-O-R-R-Y, and what I found was tons of stuff. So I came back and I said, you're famous! And she said, no, I'm prolific. And I thought that was really cool. So anyway, that's the basis for this podcast, and uh, uh, no telling where this will go. Hi, Marilyn. How hi, are you? hi, Michael. I'm the one facing the microphone. Facing the microphone. With a cold. With a cold. Although I think that I shall adopt this sultry tone from now on. Very nice, very nice. So you've just finished um, quite a, a popular piece um, no, I just finished a play. Oh, a play. Oh, we were talking about the movies? Yeah, the one about flight... Uh, oh, Flight 93. Flight 93. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a, about the 9-11 flight, the, the people who fought back. And I was playing one of the mothers on the ground, talking to her son on the cell phone. So? So that was, uh, that was fun. The people on the plane had an awful lot more work to do than we did. They they really they did uh, an improv of the, all of the action. They were three weeks in this simulator uh, that was the same size as the aircraft, and they were um, planning, you know, what they would do. And then they had to shoot it from this angle and that angle and that angle. And every so often, for no reason at all, they would uh, jerk the airplane around because that's what the guy. Uh, the controls was doing to keep them off balance and so they really did keep them off balance I just had three hours of work on the ground and uh, cried a bit and went home and uh, so in addition to uh, traditional movies yeah. you do theater yes and you, you, you go you know anybody hires you you go and work there okay and most recently... So I, I did a play in Vancouver just recently, a new play by Aaron Bushkowski called Landscapes of the Dead. But it's very new. Okay. And very... Well, people across Canada are knowing more about him, but I don't know how much of a following he has outside of that. Aaron Bushkowski. 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 Okay. Like The Naked Lunch... But not really. Okay. Wait a minute. No, that's William F. Burroughs. Yeah. Charles Bushkowski. Oh, no. Charles Bukowski. Yeah. No, but this is Bushkowski. Right, yeah. And that's Bukowski. Right. And Aaron with a Y and Charles with an I. Okay. So, you know, it's not even the same name at all. Yeah. No, don't even go there. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, so... We actually tried this once before on my Scoble phone. I was brilliant. I don't and know about you. It was you. a great podcast. It was 
It was succinct and very funny, and poignant in parts, and it's gone, and no one will ever hear it. But the Scoble phone, you know, ran low on batteries, and we didn't know. No. Uh, but what I talked to you about was getting into the character and getting into the kind of zone as an actress, um, which I, I was intrigued with the concept of, uh, you know, becoming in a, you know, a different, the different reality that you you step into when you become a different character. It's a, it's a slow process. I mean, when you look at a script, you're... It, it is a degree of empathizing. In the same way as when you are reading a novel, you can see the world from that character's perspective. You know, if the writer's any good, um, you will feel what the character is feeling, you'll see what the characters see. I, you know what, I, I took a children's literature course a long time ago at university, and I did a survey, impromptu, in the class halfway through, how many people could see the world being described and how many people only read about it. And it was half and half. So when I'm saying, you know, you empathize with what the, char the characters are, half the population doesn't do that. So half the people listening to this don't know what I'm talking about. For the other half, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and that's how it works. Okay, so I went off on a tangent there. You don't really need to know about, you know, courses that I took in university. But it is the same thing. When you're playing an actor, you just take it on and become, think from the way that that person thinks. And that's, you see, the ultimate goal is to be able to see out of someone else's eyes. And that's what I was telling you at dinner, how you don't want to have a mirror on stage because you don't want to have any reality that says <laughs> that you're not the person that you think you are in your head, which obviously has an awful lot of metaphors for people in real life, but we won't go there right now. Okay. Well, do you prefer one genre over another of uh, theater, like traditional or uh, classical or contemporary I got trained in everything. I got trained in world theater, which, you know, makes me sad sometimes when I realize that, you know, there's very few opportunities to to do, you know, Mother Courage or Brechtian things or restoration comedies. Um, but that was the education that I got. I got a BFA from York University in Toronto. Um, most, you know, when you do Neil Simon or Norm Foster or, oh, I don't know, who else... Uh, I, I took a lot of cla clown classes when I finished school because I wanted to be able to not think. And uh, and clown was very good for that. This is the European bad clown rather than the McDonald's clown stuff, although McDonald's is based upon the other. This is not Ronald McDonald stuff. And that was really good to just be able to stand in front of an audience and work off of what the audience was giving you rather than having a fourth wall or pretend, you know, pretending that they weren't there or uh, creating that separate reality. But, you know, you say, can you do this? I say, sure. <laughs> then you get up there and you see how it goes. Yeah, then you see how you are compared to other people doing it. But, you know, yeah, I know it's fun. And what about interesting uh, people you've worked with? People I've worked with. You men mentioned Gabriel Byrne. I was working. Uh, yeah, that was a, a, couple, a scene that I did with Gabriel Byrne. Oh, I had no idea at the time, but 
there you go. He wanted. He was talking about peacocks, and I was so stunned. We were doing Little Women, and and he was really interesting and just talking. And I was like, <laughs> and and I've replayed that conversation. I don't know how many how many times since then, and all the scintillating and fascinating things that I, you know, say in the replay since then. And no, nothing at the time. That was Winona Ryder and uh, Gabriel Byrne, that, who I was working with in that. Um, but that was twelve years ago. Oh my goodness! I just worked with Laura, Laura Lenny and Campbell Scott and Tom Wilkinson. They are wonderful people. In uh, and Shora Adashlu, Adashlu, who's a wonderful Iranian actor. She's the one who has a voice like how my voice is right now. Then we were doing the exorcism of Emily Rose, and I was playing Emily Rose's mother. So for the benefit of people who are listening, your voice doesn't always sound like this. Well, I've got a really bad cold. That's what you have to do. When you go on vacation, you get sick. You know? It's like a summer cold, only like a million times worse. So that's what I got. So, um, all right. Well, you know, for a little context, um, this is a podcast. Yeah. And you're new to podcasting. And you are new to, like, entertainment. And, like, nobody who listens to your stuff is used to this kind of stuff. Exactly. So this is, like, off topic. Totally. So um, what are your impressions of podcasting? Well, I know. I think it's cool. But I'm trying to memorize how you're doing all of these things. Oh, Well, I'm going to have a site that I'm going to be setting up a blog. Yeah. And we're going to be doing a... I don't know if it's going to be a podcast or if it's going to be just a, a kind of static uh, recording from it. But it's a, it's a thing called My Mother's Story. Oh, okay. I might as well do a plug now, right? Yeah. My Mother's Story. I, about a year and a half ago, I sent out emails to about 60 women, friends of mine living in Vancouver, actresses living in Vancouver, uh, and said, write your mother's story where she was born, to whom, and what happened next. Do it in 2,000 words. So we have about 45 stories, and it's amazing. Mm. Um, The stories are from all over the world. Um, They're from from China, Vietnam, uh, India, India, uh, Africa, 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 England, 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 all across Canada. Uh, They are the mother's birth dates go from 1894 to 1954. So there's whole uh, eras and generations of people. And it's just their story. And it's amazing how each story is absolutely unique. You know, the mother-in-law who didn't understand, the sister who was jealous, the, you know, the, well, the there's a couple of stories where the mothers drank themselves to death and left behind young children. These uh, these women who are now telling that story. A couple of daughters of schizophrenics who are now telling that story. And uh, in the, the women who have told their stories, but I want to have them tell it. They've written them, but that's the other component, is to have them read it out loud. Um, it's an amazing process each of the women has found to be able to tell their mother's story, to be able to write it down. 
uh, get it right and then send it out into the world. It's been truly amazing. So we've been waiting for publishers to phone us back and it's really tedious and tiring. And so now I'm setting up a blog where we're going to do a podcast. And what, what will you call it? My mother's story. My mother's story. Well, if it's not stolen, I don't know. Maybe I haven't tested it out to see if the name's gone already. But that's what it's going to go for okay. right now. All right. Or, or it might be other under MarilynNorrie.com. That one's available. Well, thank you, Marilyn. That wraps up another Swampcast. And I'd like to uh, to thank Marilyn Norrie for appearing on Swampcast. And thank you the listeners for listening and if you have any suggestions or complaints or would just like to contact us the email is mike at swampcast.com and I look forward to talking with you again <laughs>